why should Kyler Murray get a contract extension now? Why shouldn't he? I'm going to defend both sides of the argument. Plus, Dane Brugler of The Athletic is going to join me to talk Arizona Cardinals and the 23rd overall pick in the final segment. You're not going to want to miss it. Here we go. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. You can find me on Thursdays with Tyler Rowland of Locked On Titans on the Locked On NFL show. Again, free and available wherever you get your podcast. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, things are moving. I know that the there haven't been a whole lot of roster moves as of late, but there's still plenty to talk about here with the Arizona Cardinals. Dane Brugler from The Athletic. The Beast is out. The I mean, Dane Brugler is... I mean, he's a very, very smart guy. And I was lucky enough to snag him uh, for the third segment to talk about 23 overall. Think if I want to know if he thinks that I'm crazy for thinking Zion Johnson is the guy at 23, even though the Cardinals have glaring needs elsewhere. Does he think the Cardinals should draft a wide receiver there or a different position? I'll ask him about it. And, you know, I kind of wanted to do this as kind of a, you know, a, a mock debate with myself. Uh, Kyler Murray versus the Arizona Cardinals. Why should Kyler Murray get an extension now? And why shouldn't he? First segment, I'm going to dive into why he should. And the second one, why he shouldn't, even though that is the antithesis of what I believe. And again, Dave Brewer from the Athletics is going to join me in the third segment. So why does Kyler Murray deserve an extension through year three? Why not have him play this contract out, maybe franchise tag him, you know, whatever. We've seen it myriad times over the, you know, the annals of time in the NFL. Why does he deserve a contract now? I go back to one of my favorite things that I say about Kyler Murray. We've seen enough oh-my-God moments to give it to him now. I'm taking away the Hail Murray. I'm taking away, you know, let's just take that away. Because although it was a great throw, DeAndre Hopkins went up and got it over three receivers, you know, there is more luck involved in that than a lot of the other oh-my-God moments in Kyler Murray makes. Running behind the line of scrimmage, buying time, finding open receivers. Last year, a lot of it was A.J. Green. Towards the beginning of the season, it was Rondell Moore. Um, his ability to score touchdowns inside the five-yard line, and I know the play calling has something to do with that as well, but Kyler Murray's ability to race to the pylon and beat out defenders is a beautiful thing. What we've seen from Kyler Murray from his rookie year through last year is natural growth from the quarterback position. That's what we've seen. I say it a lot. Patrick Mahomes ruined it for everybody. Lamar Jackson, in some capacity, ruined it for everybody. That offense was schemed around Lamar Jackson's strengths, and he's grown every year, won an MVP. Justin Herbert. Like, guys just come in, and they're big and strong, and they get it done. And it's just, like, Patrick Mahomes, when people when, when, when Andy Reid traded up for Patrick Mahomes, I was like, what? Like, you know this guy. His numbers were bonkers at Tech. I get it, but he's not the first one. The Arizona Cardinals had a guy who had pretty good numbers at quarterback too. What quarterback in there? With Kyler Murray, this is a natural growth arc. He's getting better every year. And he's shown 
that he could be and is well on his way to being the best quarterback in Arizona Cardinals history. I know that is supremely top-heavy. Kurt Warner came here, played a handful of years. He wasn't homegrown. He'd already won a Super Bowl. He was already established. Carson Palmer had already led teams. And if he didn't get hit low and tear his ACL against Pittsburgh, I think, probably wouldn't have won a Super Bowl in Cincinnati or, or would have gotten to one because that was a that was a nasty team in Cincinnati before he got injured. Kyler Murray could be the face of this organization for the next decade. And I think that even though he's not the traditional size for a quarterback, we've seen enough to know that he is a top 10 quarterback in the NFL, top 12, top 10 right now, three years in. And all you have to do is look around the NFL, ask your friends who are fans of other organizations, would you trade for Kyler Murray? Yes, yes, whatever you need. Yes, how many draft picks? Yes, that should be all you need to know. Kyler Murray is not the best quarterback in the NFL. I'm going to say that again for people in the back. Kyler Murray is not the best quarterback in the NFL. That does not mean that he's not worth $40 million a year. It's the nature of the beast now. Plus, it's not your money. And if they were to move on from Kyler Murray, it would be a huge mistake. Gigantic mistake. Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. Um, follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. I'm going to go long with Dane Brugler, so I'm keeping these first two segments succinct, a little behind the curtain. Pay Kyler Murray now. Do it. And it's also, you save money. Savings plan, kind of, where you can allocate funds elsewhere a couple years down the road when other quarterbacks who are up for their contract, like Justin Herbert, probably going to get $50 million a year. I don't think, I think this is a no-brainer. I don't understand why it hasn't been done yet. I don't know. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's fun. We have a good time. Uh, thank you very much for being along this ride with me. On the other side, I'm going to defend Steve Kime. I'm going to defend Steve Kime and the front office for why they shouldn't extend Kyler Murray right now. Next, Locked on Cardinals. First, I just had my morning ritual of AG1 from Athletic Greens. It's a product I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because, I, you know, I'm not like vegan or vegetarian. I've, I have a hard time finding the vegetables every day. Like, I know where they are. I know where they, I know where they are. They're in my refrigerator. But like, man, do I have to force veggies onto this to get my vegetables? Um, AG1 does it for me. Okay? It's lifestyle friendly. So whether you eat uh, keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, whatever, it's, it's lifestyle friendly. Less than one gram of sugar. No GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. So checks all the boxes for me. Supports better sleep quality and recovery. Supports mental clarity and alertness. It's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens use the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and, after, and third-party, excuse me, third-party testing. Um, it costs less than $3 a day. So you don't have to go get your pumpkin spice mocha chocolate. You can drink your... AG1s from Athletic Greens, and it'll actually taste 
and and feel good in your innards and inside your innards. I'm going to remove that from saying that word ever again. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself, things like that. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance, which supersedes taking different you know, vitamins from other places. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. If you're looking for insurance in another way, betonline.net's your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website or use your mobile device today to learn, learn about all the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you, thank you, thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms the NFL draft is coming. Dane Brugler from The Athletic is going to join me next. We've got our own draft coverage here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Starting Thursday, April 28th, tune into the Locked On NFL Draft live coverage of the 2022 NFL Draft with all three days of real-time analysis from our extensive lineup of experts and insiders. And for those of you dying to know who your team will take, catch Odyssey and Locked On's NFL Mock Draft special hosted by Brian Peacock and former scout Matt Williamson of the Peacock and Williamson NFL show all week leading up to the first pick. So the Locked On NFL Drive, Locked On NFL Draft Live is on the Locked On NFL Draft YouTube page. April 28th, starting at 7 Eastern, April 29th, starting at 6 Eastern, and April 30th, starting at 11.30 a.m. Eastern. And the Odyssey NFL Mock Draft is April 18th to the 22nd and the 25th on Odyssey and Locked On NFL Draft podcast feeds. I'm going to defend Steve Kahn as to why he hasn't given, and Michael Bidwell, as to why they haven't given Kyler Murray a contract extension yet, now. Um, Number one, we call the shots, man. You're an employee. You've been an exemplary employee to us, but we don't have to. So we're going to call your bluff. And I don't know if it's that severe yet. I don't know if this is a bluff calling, uh, uh, you know, situation we're in because we're still pretty far out from OTAs, et cetera. But if you're reading between the lines via Eric Burkhart, Kyler Murray's over-his-head agent, um, Kyler ain't showing up without a contract. And I don't know. It's, you know, jumping to conclusions and said, I'm sure something could get done, but Kyler's got one year left on his rookie deal. That's why rookie deals are in place. I'm not going to pay you until the rookie deal is over. I am not going to be penalized. I'm speaking as Michael Bidwell slash Steve Kime. I'm not going to be penalized for drafting correctly. And, you know, you've been injured the last two years and you missed a couple of games last year. Um, you know, it, it's, it's really like, I know that some of it's on cliff, I'm sure, but I don't know why I went into talking as Steve Kime. I don't know, but I'm, I'm going to keep going with it. So just bear with me. Um, I, I know I'm sure some of it is on, on a cliffy baby. I'm assuming Steve Kime calls him cliffy baby. I, I, I just feel like that's a thing. Um, but you're the one that's playing and we had two epic collapses. We, I'm saying we, as Steve Kime, I'm not a we person. I'm, I can get into a debate about that. Um, we, uh, the two epic collapses the last two seasons, you're the quarterback. So, you know, I, it was great that the playoffs were made last year, but I haven't seen enough 
my name's Steve Kime. I haven't seen enough. And that's where I'm at. You know, you don't, you're not going to win this battle with me because I don't care what happens. I win these players. Don't get one over on me because I'm the general manager. I wear the big boy pants. Okay. I'm going into a far style. Uh, so like all joking aside, reasons why the Cardinals should not extend Kyler Murray. He's got one year left on his deal and they're, you know, rookie sale contracts are there for a reason. Um, Number two, the Cardinals have not won a playoff game in three years. So I know that the roster was terrible in 2019, comparatively speaking, to this year. Uh, and Kyler Murray's gotten better every year. He's gotten better, but didn't win a playoff game. Had a poor performance against the Rams in Los Angeles um, during your first playoff game. And I just I just don't see it. I, I, I don't see the need to pay you $40 million right away. I just don't. Um, now... You know, talking about both of the, the segments that I just did, the fact that Cliff Kingsbury got a five-year extension. That's the world in which we live. That They thought that that was the right decision. When he had another year left on his deal, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. And if you're going to do that, if you're going to live in the La La Cliffy baby land, extend his quarterback because that's the only reason why he's here. You say they're a package deal? Show me. Show me. Because there ain't no Cliff Kingsbury without Kyler Murray. Know that. Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Follow the podcast at Locked On Easy Cards on Twitter. Also, Dane Brugger from The Athletic. The Beast is out. I'm going to kind of let him take the stage and talk about Zion Johnson, talk about the Cardinals drafting a wide receiver, maybe even a running back. Who knows? That's next. Locked On Cardinals first. Rock Auto. I'm going to paint a picture for you. I go into a chain storefront, you know, auto parts place, and I walk around aimlessly like I'm in a grocery store in a different country. You know, I I don't know where to look. I don't know who to ask. I don't know what to do. Um, And I get social anxiety at times when I do, when I'm in that situation, because I don't know anything about cars and rockauto.com makes a lot easier for me. Um, Go to rockauto.com. They're not going to upcharge you 30, 40, 50% like chain storefronts will um, or could they, you know, the stuff that chain servants may not even be in stock and rockauto.com has got you covered with that. They're a family owned business. They've been online for 20 years. They treat you like family, man. Like you don't have to, you don't have to worry about being an outsider in your own family. Um, it doesn't matter what you need, you know, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, carpet, whatever. Go to rockauto.com, type what you want, your make and model, and then bloop, on your front door a couple days later. Super easy. You can do it in your jammies. Go to rockauto.com, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. All right, final segment, Locked on Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Really excited to get this guy in. He took some time out of his um, extremely busy schedule uh, leading up to draft day. Dane Brugler, uh, NFL draft expert from The Athletic, joining me here on Lockdown Cardinals. Man, thank you so much for taking some time. Um, hold on, let me see if I can get this right. 
399 scouting reports and rankings of 1,698 players. Is that about right? Is that about what's encapsulated your life over the last year? You know, I just, uh, I, I was being lazy and I just, I couldn't get to the 400. Um, and so, yeah, no, and I mean, I, I just, I, I basically cranked these out until I'm like, all right, I gotta get, I gotta publish this. And so I just ended up being 399, but yeah, no, I appreciate that. And the draft guide is something that uh, is a year in the making. It takes a full year and uh, all the background info, um, all the, all the little you know, nuggets and tidbits in there. Uh, you know, it's, it, it's something that I think in, to understand where these guys are headed, it's important to know where they've been. And to just, you know, every, every little thing, every piece of information is a puzzle piece. The more puzzle pieces you have to put together, the more clear picture you have of who these guys are going to be. And I think, uh, you know, the draft guide, that, that's that's the whole goal of the draft guide is to, to best present these players uh, for what they are and what they could be. The beast. And you didn't even come up with that. That was my first question. I got a list of questions I'm going to ask you. I read your blurb that came out at on The Athletic before, before um, you know, subscribe to The Athletic, obviously. Um, he can't remember who named it The Beast. And you you maybe took a little offense to it initially? Or- not, not offense, but I just, I, you know, I'm not, it sounded a little self-serving, like cartoonish. Like, I, you know, I just... I don't know. I wasn't interested in naming it some some creative name. Um, but after, but I don't know. I, I don't remember who started calling it that. But after a few years, I kind of finally relented and said, "All right, you know, like you know, I, I use it as a motivational tool. You know, if it's if we're going to name this thing the Beast, it better live up to it. And, and so that means, uh, you know, uh, pushing myself to make sure to raise the bar every single year and to make it better and better." Uh, so, you know, make sure people are coming back. And yeah, the, the best compliment I can receive is the people that, hey, this is my, this is the 10th year I've been getting it or, you know, things like, and, okay, I must be doing something right if you're coming back uh, 10 years in a row now. So that, that that's great to hear. That's for damn sure. Dan Brugler at DP Brugler on Twitter. Follow him, uh, draft expert for The Athletic. So let's pivot here to the Cardinals at 23. Um, Steve Keim in my camp has been somewhat maligned over the last handful of years with the choices he's made at eight and 16 overall the last couple of years. Uh, uh, in, you know, Isaiah Simmons was, you know, I always go back to the NCAA football video game where you're recruiting and you recruit athletes, ATH. Like he didn't mm-hmm. have a position because of where he played at Clemson. And it seemed like Vince Joseph at all didn't really know how to utilize him his rookie year. He showed flashes last year, but he's never jumped to that level that we thought maybe he would be at eight. And all the while, Tristan Wirth, CeeDee Lamb, et cetera, went elsewhere. Last year, Greg Newsom was a guy that I really like. Caleb Farley, even though he had his injury in college, they decided to go Zayvon Collins, interior uh, uh, linebacker again. This year, I am pounding the table for one young man, Zion Johnson, guard out of Boston College. I feel like he would solidify the left side of the offensive line for Kyler Murray. And although their wide receiving core isn't as good as it should be at this point in the offseason, I'm still sticking to my guns. Tell me why. I'm right. Tell me why I'm wrong or tell me why it's a little bit in the middle. No, I mean, I, I, I really would not uh, disagree with you in terms of Zion Johnson, the player, and what he would mean for that Cardinals offensive line. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of Zion Johnson. I think he there's a good chance he will be the first interior offensive lineman uh, drafted uh, it, it, here in a week. Uh, love is, his story is great. You know, not he's a golfer. You know, for most of his life, uh, tries football uh, as a junior in high school, really doesn't take it seriously until his senior year, goes to Davidson uh, at the FCS level, part of a, uh, a, a triple option offense there, transfers up, bets on himself, goes to Boston College, 
the last three years, he's been fantastic. I, I think that when you look at for an offensive lineman, he just checks so many boxes. 6'3", 315, 34-inch arms, these huge bear claw hands, uh, tested above average uh, in terms of the athletic testing, which matches the tape, uh, strong at the point of attack, at the senior bowl, showed he could play center. And when you talk to this guy, Zion Johnson, just kind of, you walk away saying, wow, that's an impressive, impressive young man. Uh, there's no other response. He is just a really smart guy. Uh, it's re He's really engaging, really fun to talk to. Uh, really thoughtful with the way he that he you know he he converses and, and answers your questions things like that. So if you're looking for a guy that's plug and play, uh, that's got the experience, has the versatility, uh, I love his play strength, love his muscle twitch, uh, his, his reflexes. I I mean I I'm on Team Zion Johnson as well. So if the Patriots still take him at 21, I think the Cowboys are definitely interested at 24. Uh, but yeah, in my opinion, if the Cardinals at the direction the Cardinals went at 23. Uh, they would not receive any any uh, uh, negativity from me for that selection. Dan Burglar, DP Burglar on Twitter. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I equate it to the Cardinals eating their vegetables, which is something they haven't done over the last two years. You know, they went and Isaiah Simmons. Like, it's not, it's not either him or Zayvon Collins' fault that they were drafted. And people give them crap for maybe it not being the exact right time and right team for them to be drafted. It's not their mm -hmm. fault, and even though the Cardinals probably should draft a receiver at 23 because they haven't eaten what's important to them on the offensive line, it's kind of a necessary evil. Now, pivoting to the wide receivers, over the last three years, we've seen just – we've seen things that we hadn't seen in a long time before from young wide receivers making impacts immediately. You know, Justin Jefferson, et cetera. Um, but for every Justin Jefferson, there's a John Ross and Denzel Mims. And that's still going to be the case. Now, my question to you pivoting towards this is, is seeing Tyreek Hill and uh, Devontae Adams and all these guys getting monster deals like early 2000s quarterback contract numbers now, is that forcing the hand of GMs and front offices to say, you know what, if this is the guy that we think, even though we have needs elsewhere, you could save yourself a whole lot of cheese for three years by drafting a wide receiver, or are these receivers just that good this early? Yeah, no, I think that's these are the conversations that teams are having. There's no doubt about it. Uh, wide receiver is now the highest, uh, the most expensive position outside of quarterback in the NFL uh, in terms of if you take the, uh, the, the contracts of the top 10 uh, players at their positions, wide receiver is second only to quarterback. So, yeah, there's no doubt about it. I think to counteract that, you're looking towards the draft. But I also think this is a draft that is strong at the top, is very top-heavy in terms of wide receiver talent. Um, I think there is talent second round, third round. Then I think there's a little bit of drop-off. But the first round, we're going to see um, as many as five or six, maybe even seven or eight uh, wide receivers go. Just and a big part of that is uh, you know what you mentioned uh, in, in your in your question, how the the contracts being handed out are uh something that could be detrimental uh down the road but when you can get a guy like uh, Garrett Wilson uh on a rookie deal for that type of money uh a Crystal Lave, a Traylon Burks, a Drake London, Jamison Williams, uh Jahan Dotson has a chance to go first round. Uh you could wait till the second round and you know get a if a George Pickens is there or a Sky Moore or a Christian Watson. So it, it, it's something that's going to be really interesting in this wide receiver class because this wide receiver class in the at the top in the top fifty 
has something for everybody. It's not just speed. It's not just size. It's not just skill. It is, depending on what you want, this draft has something for you at the receiver position. So it would be interesting if the Cardinals want to go that direction in the first round, where do they lean? Do they lean speed, which, you know, we know they have, uh, you know, with, uh, with a guy like Rondell Moore, or do they want to go more with skill? Uh, you know, a guy that's more like a DeAndre Hopkins who has, uh, you know, might not be the fastest 40 yard dash, but has the skill level that you're looking at the position. Uh, are they looking for more of a compliment to that? So there's so many different directions they could go if they wanted to go wide receiver, because this draft has so many options, depending on who goes top 20 and, and who would fall to them there at 23. Yeah, one last question here, Dan Brugler from The Athletic. Um, Brees Hall, how good is he and how high can he go? Because I've looked at – we're starting to see when you do the fun mock drafts, you know, Draft Network or, or Pro Football Focus, like the ones that just – it's mindless. You just get to pick and pick. I'm starting to see Zion Johnson go to Philly a lot at 16 or 17, wherever they draft, a lot earlier than where it was, you know, a month ago. Seeing Brees Hall go a little bit higher than late second round, which is what we saw initially. A lot of the draft pundits that I trust, including like – People see Brees Hall as a cream of the crop running back coming out of the draft. How could he be a first round guy? It's possible. I mean, I, 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 me personally, I saw a second round player. Um, you know, the testing numbers, I just, I mean, they were outstanding, but you don't watch the tape and are blown away by his speed. You know, I don't think, you know, Brees Hall's a good player, but if you're listing what you love about him based on the tape, Speed's not exactly something that's you know oh, hit, hit, you know that's a difference maker. It's something that will stress the defense. No, it's you know you you, you talk about his patience, his vision, uh, now his balance, which are all outstanding, and why Brees Hall is going to be a very good NFL player. So I think the testing numbers maybe are inflating uh, Brees Hall a little bit. Um, so that I think that that's part of it. But with Brees Hall, you you also love that he's an any down player. I mean, he had 82 total catches over the last three years. Uh, he can get better in pass protection, but at least you have uh, a guy that is, you know, not, he's willing, he's not, he's not going to back down from that. So personally, I like Kenneth Walker as the best running back in this class, but Brees Hall, uh, he, there's a, there's a chance that he goes first round uh, just as, as teams look at it and say, uh, okay, uh, is he going to help our offense immediately? Yes. Is he going to be, could he be that missing piece? Sure. Uh, and last year we saw, you know, Najee Harris go in that same range. And I, I would argue Brees Hall, uh, you know, he might be better than a Najee Harris. So it, it's at least someone that's going to be in the conversation, uh, even if it's not a consensus that he's going to go first round or even that he's the top running back this year. 399 scouting reports, 1,698 players ranked. It's the Beast 2022 NFL Draft Guide on The Athletic. He is the author, the... Yeah, dude, you're you're doing great work, man. At, at DP Brugler, Dane Brugler on Twitter from The Athletic. Really appreciate you taking some time. Thank you very much. Anytime. Thanks, Alex. All right, it's going to do it. Locked on Cardinals. Alex Clancy, I will talk to you tomorrow.